This is Lewis Riddick of ESPN. You are listening to the SteelerNation.com podcast. Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network and sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, and welcome, Deontay Johnson, back to OTAs. I know we had a lot of questions last week when DJ did not make it to OTAs. But he is back, and this is a big deal, guys, because A.B. and Polamalu never went to OTAs. Like, this is a contract year for Deontay Johnson. Steelers are probably going to give him a new contract this year because he's got one year left. Same thing with Mega Fitzpatrick. One year left, he's going to get a new contract. That's what the Steelers like to do with the players that they love that perform well for them. Been talking about Deontay Johnson extensively on the vidcasts, on the podcasts. This guy is the real deal. He is the single greatest X receiver we have ever had in their first three years, statistics-wise. Blows everybody out of the water. Everybody. Deontay Johnson, Ward, Stallworth, all the great X receivers in Steeler history. Deontay Johnson blew them all out of the water statistically. Now he's starting to put up the numbers right now that AP AB started putting up in his six-year stint when he was amazing. This is the year you lock down Deontay Johnson, 14 mil a year, 16 mil a year, 18 mil a year. Doesn't matter. He is worth it. The offense goes through him. He is going to be a big part of no matter who is the new quarterback in this system. Because he is a safety valve. He's the guy that gets open better than any other receiver on their breaks, according to Pro Football Focus. According to my eyeballs, I always called him the best project coming off the line of scrimmage from college tape that I have ever seen. Ever. You can't bump around him at the line of scrimmage. You can't block him at the line of scrimmage. Guy has four or five moves he's going to get around you. He's going to get open. That's why you lock this guy down to a contract and you lock it down for his prime years. Five, six-year contract, I'd be happy with right now. Might get a four, but a five, six at least pushes for another contract down the road. But I think at even $18 million a season, he is an absolute steal. Made the Pro Bowl last year as a receiver. First ex-receiver to ever make a Pro Bowl as a receiver in their rookie contract. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. Looking forward to what this guy's going to be doing. Looking forward to his production moving forward. Because this guy, like I've been saying time and time again, Steeler Nation. DJ's the real deal, man. He's the real deal. And I love receivers. I was a possession receiver myself. He's got all the tools. Sure, he put a couple balls in the ground. But this guy moving forward is going to be an all-time great. I think with all of the Pro Bowl receivers last year, according to uh, the metric that Alex Kazora put out last season, I think only one receiver beat him as far as for drop percentage. And we give him a harder time because we recognize the drops. We're hard on our receivers. But he has a less drop rate than any other Pro Bowl receiver last year. You got you to gotta keep that in contact, Steeler Nation, and he's getting better every year. Getting better every year. Guys, this is your podcast. This is your vidcast. Sorry. The vidcast is an hour-long format. It's a Q&A. 
We take your questions. We take your comments. We make jokes. I make fun of myself. We have a good time. We drink. What do we do? What's going on? Miles, my boy! Starting off the show right. Glad to hear from you, Miles. <laughs> Striker, I'm dying in this heat, dude. Yeah, it was a warm one today. And I know you're in Jersey, man. Um, don't know what the heat was in Jersey. I know it was in high 80s here in uh, Maryland area. I'm between Baltimore and, and, and uh, D.C., uh, kind of like the triangle closer to Frederick. But it was not a pleasant day outside. I fortunately got the dog out there running a bit. Uh, the dog wanted to stay in the shade. <laughs> Definitely did. And you're right, Corey Frank. DJ is easily our best root runner. And to put a fine point on it too, D Corey, DJ is easily the best root runner in the NFL. I'll say it again. DJ is the best root runner in the NFL, and he's already shown it in his rookie contract. He's already shown it two years ago when Pro Football Focus measured his separation distance after his first break, and he led the league. Led the league. Year two. Year three made the Pro Bowl. Year one made all pro second team as a returner. This guy has an A-B projection. His tape from college was way better than A-Bs, and I mentioned that when he was drafted. I loved his route running. I thought he got off the line of scrimmage very, like, better than anybody ever seen. He, and that's amazing that he lasted to the third round with this type of metric because I watch receivers and he is special, absolutely special, Corey. And I agree with you hundred percent and I'm projecting it a little farther because we need a guy that can get open on that first break to help our new quarterbacks on their first reads. That's going to help out Trubisky tremendously. It's going to help out Pickett tremendously. Might even help out Rudolph if he sticks on the team. Who knows? Who knows where Rudolph's going to be? But he does get open like a madman because he's an excellent route runner. And I can't wait to watch him run and make plays down the field a little bit more this season because Ben really could not deliver that ball down the field after week 10, two years in a row. It was difficult to watch with Ben. We knew it was his time. Michael Hall! We are live! Let's go! That's it, Michael Hall. Always happy. And state of the Steelers, what's up, Steeler Nation? Like I said, guys, your show, questions, comments, I got stuff to go back to, but I'm always happy to ride the wave of questions and comments from Steeler Nation because it is your show, guys. I am just the conduit. I am just the nexus of all of the information that I get from the internet. My egregious uh, reading of of articles fortunately steelernation.com is absolutely murdering it now we just hit two million views for the first time in history steeler nation at steelernation.com for this month and that is before we hit the regular season amazing these are all-time views during otas we got nowhere to go but up and we are doing an excellent job and thank you steeler nation for making us the source to go to for all of your information needs for Steelers articles, and of course for the vidcast and the podcast. Love you for it, guys. You guys know that. You guys absolutely know that. You become friends. Friends like Miles. <laughs> 91 with no air conditioning in the house. Oh, I'm so sorry, Miles. Whew. That's a rough one. That's a rough one. Ray, hot here in New Mexico. Yeah, but it's a dry heat. 
yeah, I've, I've never been one of those guys that's like, yeah, it's a dry heat, Ray, because I have been to Vegas in the middle of July. It was 7707 when my uh, one of my best friends got married. We went out to for his wedding. Um, it was like 120 degrees. At night, I was like, cool, we'll go out at night. It'll be nice and cool. It's not. Because when you go out in Vegas at night, it's like you're walking on an oven. Because all of that heat that was absorbed by the streets and the sidewalk just radiate up out of the ground at you. And it's like you're walking on an oven at night. Yeah, it's better than walking during the day, but I'm still wearing a long sleeve shirt during the day because I don't want the sun to touch me. <laughs> That's the only difference between a dry heat. Still not fun to be in. You don't want to be in 120 degree heat. I don't know what you're at, Ray. Uh, go ahead and... and uh, and comment back. Let us know what your heat is there in New Mexico because I'm interested. Miles, Calvin is taking best route runner right out from under him. Put your money on it. Nah. I, no, I, I don't think I don't think at this point in his career, he's got a lot of room to beat DJ, who has already led the league in separation off the first break, according to Pro Football Focus. I mean, I'd love him to do it. Love to have multiple people on this team that are difficult to cover. Pat Fryermuth, some guy I wanted to talk about as well. Guy that's bulking up. And look out. If Pat Fryermuth is bulking up, whew, he's already a good blocker. Now he's going to be a great blocker. He's already a good root runner and good at combat catches. Now he's going to be great at combat catches. These are all of the positions you start looking at. As a quarterback, you got to have a good pass catching tight end. You got to have a good uh, X receiver is going to get open quickly. And hopefully, your Z receiver will get open downfield, but you're going to have some help in the slot as well. Hopefully, the shifty guy, maybe Austin being that guy, we'll have to see. Um, maybe Pickens being that guy. I'm, I'm fine with whoever they want to make that slot receiver as long as they get open and they're helping out our quarterbacks because. It's going to be a Najee Harris offense this year, guys. There's something that I did want to talk about here quickly um, that I'll just get here, and, and we'll all talk about it too. Uh, Najee Harris, according to Sports Illustrated article that just came out, a couple points. He's up to 247 right now, 247 pounds. So, oh, sorry, 244 pounds, corrected. Henry. Derrick Henry is at six foot three, two forty-seven. Now Najee's six one and a half, a little shorter, but you got a little bit more muscle in two forty-four at six one and a half than you do at six three, two forty-seven. We've all seen what Henry can do with the ball in his hands. Is this going to be another year where Najee becomes Oh Najee as opposed to Oh Henry? <laughs> I'd love to see it. Uh, he was two thirty at the combine. He stated, though, in a tweet when he put it out this year that he was up to 240 last year. He was already putting on some weight. So he put on an extra seven pounds, or sorry, extra four pounds. Not as much to worry about. Essentially, uh, like 10 pounds since he was drafted. All doable. We don't have to worry about performance enhancers at all from Najee Harris. Guy's a monster. But Sports Illustrated projected him to lead the league in rushing. And just take it in there for a second, guys, because we got to realize Steelers are in transition. We need a new, we have a new quarterback. It's not a Ben Roethlisberger offense anymore. It is now 
a Najee Harris offense. Doesn't matter who our quarterback is. Najee's going to get touches. We redid the offensive line two big pickups. Strictly to help out Najee Harris on the interior. Jenkins and Cole. I mean, come on. That's why we did it. That is why we did it. We want to have a better rushing attack. And we're going to see these numbers from Najee. And I completely, completely agree with those assessments from Sports Illustrated. How high they go, we don't know yet. But it's a good bet that the offense is going to be running through Najee Harris. And if he stays healthy, it's a good bet that he's going to lead the league in rushing. Honestly, is. And he's going to get a lot of catches. 70 to 80 again this year. That's the way I'm going to say it. So, Michael Hall, my friend. How you doing, Michael? Did we fix the DJ contract or is that still ongoing? Yeah, DJ has not signed a new contract yet, Michael Hall. But it is a good sign that he is in OTAs. Because everybody's like, oh, he's not going to show up in OTAs. He's He wants a new contract. He's upset. He's not going to show up. But come on, we've had stars not show up in OTAs ever. Polamalu never showed up in OTAs. AB never showed up in OTAs. These guys worked their butts off to be ready for training camp and be ready for the season. And nobody was ever upset about that. But since DJ's a young player, since people have to have something to write about this time of the year, they're going to create some drama with DJ. But DJ coming back during OTAs was a surprise for me. I wasn't expecting him till mandatory minicamp next week. Was not expecting him at all. So for him to come back during OTAs says to me, I want to be a Steeler. Let's start working on a contract. And I've been calling this since the offseason, guys, since January. Deontay Johnson is getting a new contract this year. It's what we do with great players with one year left in their contract. We sign them. We lock them down. DJ's going to get a new contract. Fitzy's going to get a new contract. He's on fifth-year option this year. He's never going to play on that fifth-year option. He's getting a contract. And he's going to get one in the 16 million year range. Resetting the bar for strong safeties. Free safety. Sorry, safeties in general. He's going to be the highest paid safety in the league off of his new contract. And it should be around $15, $16 million a year. Which is still cheap, in my opinion, for a playmaker. You always find a way to maintain and keep playmakers on your contract. The reason we still will not fathom why we let Hilton go. He was a cheap guy to keep on the roster and was a playmaker. We should never have let Hilton walk. But we are not going to make that mistake with Fitzpatrick. Now, I'm hoping KZ beats out Edmonds for the strong safety spot because I want to see somebody making plays on the field. And KZ has already shown in this league he's a playmaker. Edmonds has shown to me in this league he's a guy. Solid. He's going to make tackles, going to rack up a lot of them. But he's not going to make the big plays. I want KZ on the field making the big plays. We'll see how that shakes out here in training camp. Because I'm rooting for KZ. Miles! Did you see the fan-made new Steelers jersey? They look dope. I have not. I know a lot of them come out, Miles. Uh, every year, like, you get, like, different, like, jerseys and helmets. And one of the Steelers' helmet was their college football helmet and, like, college football colors and 
all that stuff. I mean, some of it's cool, some of it's not. But yeah, evidently that one's cool. I haven't seen it yet. So drop the link down here in the chat. We'd all like to look at it, Miles. That'd be cool. Uh, right. Damn. Thanks, Ray. That's the way. Corey. How you doing, Corey? Got a big uh, question here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're all the way up here. My gosh, we got lots of comments. Thanks a lot, Steeler Nation. This is your show. How do I feel about Najee Harris um, packing on more pounds muscle? I honestly think it's going to benefit him and hand out more punishment to defenders not wanting to tackle him, Derrick Henry part two. That's what I've been talking about. Actually, I'm 100% with you, Corey. I think I jumped the shark, jumped the uh, your comment a little bit when I started talking about that. But yeah, he's going to nearly be as big as Derrick Henry, slightly more compact, half inch and a half shorter, three pounds lighter, more compact, bowling ball, hitting the wall. Love it. Absolutely love it. I know that this, like, I talked about this before, guys. Najee Harris getting the talent that is Najee Harris. Everybody's saying, you can't draft a running back in the first round. Stupid. Oh, that's dumb. Steelers drafted a running back in the first round. Stupid. Uh-uh-uh. You're not going to find a running back that is this good running the ball, this good passing the ball, this good in pass protection, and a running back that does not put a football on the ground and nearly 400 touches anywhere but the first round, Kuiper. Adjust your hair and your mind, my friend, because you're spouting nonsense. Najee Harris is the best, the best running back talent in the draft for the past two seasons. Nobody even touches him in this year's draft. Last year, far and away the top guy in the draft. If this is the 1990s, he would have been drafted in the top three. Running backs are devalued. We benefited. Got the top running back in the draft two years ago. What did he do? Made the Pro Bowl. What did he do? Set the Steelers record for rookie running backs. What did he do? Set the rookie record for Steelers receptions. Boom! Najee Harris is the man. And him being bigger and more focused and understanding that the Steelers are committed to his offense this year, he is smart to go out and pack on the pounds to be a bigger version of what he was last year to show us all Steeler Nation something to root for. And I will put my, my salary on a bet that he's going to have more touchdowns this year than he did last year. Easy bet. But way more than eight. <laughs> Michael Hall. Perfect here weather in San Diego. About 60 to 78 degrees. Feels like beach weather, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn you. Stop rubbing it in, Michael Hall. We live in the mid-Atlantic. Watching from Japan. Welcome, William. Awesome to hear. Wow, what time of day is it over there? It's got to be like in the morning or early afternoon. My Lord, that's amazing. I've got a good friend from college that lives in Japan as well. Nippon, welcome. Welcome everyone from Japan. Love Japan. Uh, mahalo from Maui. Oh, <laughs> Myrna, thank you so much. Love, love the Hawaiian Islands. I've fortunately been to Maui, fortunately been to Hawaii, fortunately been to uh, Kauai and... What was the fourth island I've been to? I've been to four of them. Oahu. Duh. The one that everybody usually goes to. That was the last one I hit. But love Maui. Haneakala. It's, it's the first place I drove when I got to the airport. 
watch the sunset, watch the stars come out. Gorgeous, gorgeous island. Tough to drive there on the northwest part, but fun, fun island. Fun, fun island. Welcome. Aloha. <laughs> Ray, hello, hello, Ray. Welcome to the show, Ray. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, my friend. Uh, both Harris and Fryer Muth looking bulk as all hell, ready to tear it up in the AFC North this year. And that's where, like, we're really going to benefit off of our rookies from the previous year, ready to make that jump in year two. Muth is ready. Harris is ready. These guys did not play like rookies last year. They really didn't. And I'm looking forward to seeing them develop, play better. Even Loudermilk didn't play like a rookie last year. And I have him on the on the uh, schedule here to talk about him a little bit later on. But we really lucked out with a lot of the rookies we got last year. Uh, hell, more, Dan Moore Jr. is going to be starting again this year at left tackle. So we'll have to see that. Leonard Naji got some stamps. Stumps for legs. Definitely has those tree stumps. I just saw a um, a video out today of him showing the close up of him going through like the the uh, the grid on the ground on his legs and his legs are like tree trunks. And you look up to his body like it panned up to his body and he is ripped this season. So Mirna, I'm looking forward to hit as well. Big boy, yes, Miles. What is happening to Hayden? Hayden is unemployed. I don't know why he's not on a team yet. To tell you the truth, William, I think he's good enough to be in the in the NFL. I think he's good enough to be a starter in the NFL. Maybe not as a quarter cornerback anymore. Maybe as a free safety. But the Steelers just don't have a spot for him at free safety on this team. Why? Because we're giving a new contract to our free safety and make it Fitzpatrick. That's why. Would I bring him back on the cheap to be a backup corner? Sure. No brainer. But I'm not going to rely on Hayden to be a starter this year at corner. Would I bring him back to be a, a backup for both corner and safety? Hell yes. Bring him to the team. But we'll have to see if he's going to find greener pastures with another program. Still a head scratcher. But it was one that I was telling you, Steeler Nation, we're not going to resign Hayden. His price was too high. He was a $10 million, $11 million a year guy. Now he'll be lucky to get four or five. Lucky. But we'll have to see who gives him a contract this year. So far, nobody. Corey Frank, how do I feel about Najee Harris packing on more weight? I think it's, oh, we already talked about that one. Yep, Derek Henry, we, we talked about them. Sorry. Yeah, we got to that one. Uh, I would have come in the same weight as, as last season. If ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with getting bigger and better, especially when you're young, Marinette. He's got, he's got room on that frame to pack on a couple more pounds. And honestly, it's not. Like, we're talking about seven pound difference from last year not going to affect his speed i mean he wasn't really a top end guy but i think with his extra power he's going to get more longer yardage because he's just going to be bigger he's going to be tougher to bring down he's going to get more of those 20 yard carries and we're going to see more explosion runs out of him just because he's going to be tougher to bring down and we're going to have better blocking at the line of scrimmage and look out as secondary has to start tackling this guy because you're talking about a bowling ball. And that's where Henry makes his highlight reels. Knocking over secondary players. Trucking them. Plowing through them. Love to see that out of Najee. Sign a vet running back with you 100%, man. 100%. We're on board. We are on board. Cold Steel. Harris is going to have a monster year. I can't wait to watch it, Cold. Can't wait to watch it. 
Um, I'm more concerned about to it. We all are, Amirna. Now, we will find out in one more week, actually six days now, for mandatory minicamp, OTAs will be done. We will find out whether Tuit is returning or not this year. And I, if I'm going to be a betting man, you're going to hear it from me first. I'm betting he's going to show up. I'm betting we're going to see Tuit next week. In camp, this is going to be a non-issue. All of this, oh, is he going to come back? What's going on? Steelers should have cut him before June 1st. What's going on? Stay the course. Steelers would not have treated this man this way if they didn't expect him fully to come back, especially with the transition in, in general managers. Completely, completely go out and bet it. Two, it's coming back next week. And if I'm wrong, I will eat crow. But I'm rarely wrong about the Steelers. Rarely. We'll see how it goes. Hold me to it next week on the next week's vidcast, guys. Brobarian, yo! Hello, fam! Hello, Brobarian. Great to have you back on the show, my friend. 88 degrees. That's not that bad at all. That's a, a, a beautiful day in uh, New Mexico. So that's a nice day. You're probably outside for part of it. Nice. Michael Hall, I believe DJ, and correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> he wants like a four-year $88 million contract. Now that's way above the $20 million a year. I'm telling you. He was saying like he wanted $16 million. Even at 18, I said it was a steal. I don't think he's going to get four-year 88. I just don't think the Steelers are going to do that. Five-year 88, yeah. That's too much. Yeah, four-year 88 is, is what, 20, about 22 mil a season? All right, is that my math right on that? <laughs> I think so, yeah, 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 about 22 mil a season. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. I, I just don't, I think that's too high for him right now. But if we get him for anything less than 20, which 20 million a season, which I think we will do, it will be an absolute steal. By the end of this contract, you're going to have players making close to $30 million a season to be a wide receiver by four or five years from now, which is insane, which is starting to get to that point. Say the Steelers, is to it still not here a concern to you, not to me? Like I said, I expect him fully to be back next year, next week. If he's not back next week, uh, stay the Steelers, yes. Then it will start being a concern to me. Uh, Michael Hall, do you think Hayden might come back? I hope he does. I. I'd love to have him. Like I said, great backup player for corner and safety. I'd take him. I'd take him. Brobearing. Dude, we got Batman and Robin with Edmonds. I like his steady progression throughout the different seasons. I don't want him replaced for nothing. Maybe have OKC add to a little nice little mix. You know, I think KZ can make more plays than he can. Do I am I gonna throw out the baby with the bathwater with Edmonds? I still want this to be an open competition between Edmonds and KZ. May the best player win. If Edmonds wins going into the season, I'll be fine with it. If KZ wins going into the season, I'll be a little happier because I've seen AZ's KZ's tape and I know he can make plays. Brobarian, but that Batman and Robin, do we do what we got works well? Truth. I knew you met KZ as well, sir. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew you met KZ. Um, Brobarian, we need a Batman and a Batman. Screw the boy wonder. Great call, Miles. Love it. Love it. Ray, Reg, how you doing? Can't wait to see all these new guys play. Me too. And that's the thing. It's like always about like having the fun. Fear the beard. Welcome to the show. Fear the beard. Love seeing you here. 
and you're a new name for me, so we love having you here. Um, come back anytime. Speak what's on your mind if you got a question or comment. Um, our home jerseys are the same as the Iowa Hawkeyes jerseys. Well, you could say the Iowa Hawkeyes jerseys are the same as our home jerseys as well. I think they've got the old block letters. They still have the old block letters, like a 70s style. I like those. Those are nice. Talk about Batman and Robin like Clark and Polamalu. That was definitely a Batman and Robin situation. And that is rare in the NFL. Hopefully we can get somebody up there because I want somebody to make be making plays there with Fitzy to just be giving other quarterbacks fits. Just yanking your chain. <laughs> Love it, Miles. Oh, uh, Broberry, no, that's good, brother. I enjoy your type of stuff. I'm excited for the season. I just don't want them to mess up that chemistry. But, hey, I'm cool with you. You good? Yep, clip that. Yep, that's good. Michael Hall, Kuyper's mad, mad because we swept his team last year. Not our fault. Their tight ends, Andrews, can't catch twice. <laughs> Andrews is a good good player, though. They, they can find tight ends. We have trouble finding tight ends. They have trouble finding wide receivers. Is it their quarterback? Maybe. <laughs> I'd rather have a Wonder Woman and a Cat Woman to myself. <laughs> I love that comment. Chalk it up. That's a great comment there for Brobarian. You get points on the internet, my friend. Love that one. Ah, oh, I love it. Give me a Thor and a Hulk. Oh, now we're going Marvel. That's it, Miles. That's it. On the team. Let's go! Kenny Beamer in the house. I'm going to ask Najee's. Ask for Najee's workout routine. Yeah, these guys, they have it better than us guys. We have full-time jobs. Their full-time job is to be a football player. In the offseason, they work out full-time. That's how they can pack on weight. That's how they can get bigger, faster, stronger, better. Every year. Like a Daft Punk song. Bigger, faster, stronger, better. These guys know it. And we, unfortunately, have to like do push-ups and sit-ups in the morning. Maybe hit the gym in the morning. But we don't get to do it full-time. There's a reason why we don't play professional sports, and they do. Bro, Baron, I like how you clarify it on the team real quick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, William Stab. That's it, baby. Bro, Baron, uh, what do we got here, bro? Uh, last running back I've seen with a bigger lower half like that was Mr. Sanders, and it was really hard to knock him off balance. That low center of gravity built with legs like that, just awesome. I love, yeah, Barry Sanders was. He was playing flag football or two-hand touch, and everybody else was playing tackle. There, there was some plays. Nobody could even touch the guy. The guy was insane. Absolutely insane. But if you're going to go Steelers and legs, you can go Jerome Bettis with tree trunk legs. You can go Barry Foster for my 90s guys, early 90s guys, late 80s. Those guys had tree trunks for legs. But, yeah. But, yeah, definitely Najee's got some trunks. Cold steel. DJ is worth bringing back. But the cost is the question. The Steelers do such a great job finding fresh wide receivers on the roster. They do. Agreed. But this is a special root runner. A special root runner that's already made the Pro Bowl as a receiver in his rookie contract. Something an ex-receiver has never done for the Steelers. Looking forward to seeing him get a new contract. I definitely am. Uh, Michael Hall, Najee is trying to be the next beast mode Lynch. Tough man to bring down when he gets going. Oh, yeah, the the, the uh, beast quake, that uh, run that he had in the playoffs, 
Oh gosh, that was an amazing, amazing run. I, I hope to see that. I think that was against New Orleans when he was playing for Seattle. Love to see him do that again. If only they ran him at the goal line against against the freaking Patriots, they would have won that damn game. My gosh, I'm upset about that one. Michael Hall, little over 100 days until football season kicks off. Can it get here any sooner, please? You're, you are actually 100% right. Today is 100 days until football, Michael Hall. So thank you so much. It's the 100 days of summer before actual football starts. We're going to have some preseason football. We're going to have some mandatory minicamp. We're going to have some training camp before that during this 100 days. So still things to look forward to in this 100 days. But man, am I excited too. Because it's Steeler season yet again. The Brobarian, yeah, the four pound difference, I think will help him as opposed to him playing at his college weight. Now he's going to be playing at a pro weight. Yeah, and for college weight, he's now at 14 pounds above his college weight. I think from when he did the, he was listed at 230 in college. He had one of the pro days where he's listed at 234. So 10 pounds above that. Still, that's muscle. That's muscle gain. That's not fat. Ron, welcome to the show. Lots of excitement in camp about Mitch. Do you think he starts the entire year to groom Pickett another year? I'd be fine with that. Ron, if he wrestles the starting job away from Kenny Pickett and Kenny Pickett can learn for a year behind him, I'm 100% fine with that. If, if it's two years and Kenny Pickett sits for two years, I'm fine with that. If he wins a Super Bowl and we have to give him a new contract because Trubisky is that good, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> you know, there's no wrong answer here to tell you the truth, Ron. It's it's a it's a good problem to have. We got the number two pick in a draft for nothing. He's a backup last season. I mean, he's only counting maximum twenty seven million over the next two years, which is nothing for a starting starting quarterback in the NFL. Absolutely nothing, especially if he gets us to the playoffs. Especially if he gets us to the Super Bowl. Absolutely nothing. Doesn't cost us a dime. I'm going to take a drink because <laughs> I have it. This is my favorite glass. It was from my uh, my brother. It's a it's a uh, a pewter dragon glass which I gave to him, and he I'm now watching it for him while he's traveling and doing his blacksmithing. And I'm enjoying my drinks, my pink drinks, out of them now. State of the Steelers. It's 96 in San Antonio and was hotter earlier. I wish I was in the burg. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting hot here, though, too. It's getting hot here, though, too. Hope to see him play this year. Me too, Ray. Me too. Uh, Cold Steel. Harris putting on a few pounds is far from a concern. He takes care of himself better than most of the league. Truth. 92 in PA. That's about what we had here, too, in, um, in Maryland. So we're looking about the same. Uh, I'm going to move down on, like, two. It's not showing up. Cool. So you're on the side. Okay, you're going to say two. It's not showing up. I'm going to say two, it's showing up. So now we're, we're opposing now, Brobarian. One of us are going to be right next week. So next week's show, I will give you props if you're right. You will give me props if I'm right. So we'll see how it goes. Ray, Miles Jack going to be a beast. That's what we're all hoping for. I'm hoping this isn't Joe Schobert part two. I want to see Miles Jack out there doing it, and he's a better pass defender. Better at rushing the passer as well. So we'll have to see how he progresses. Miles. We haven't even talked about Khan in the vidcast. I liked your analysis on the podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Miles, because I do put in a lot of work and research on these guys. 
And like I said, he's he's an analytic guy. This is the guy that has set the tone for contracts and was really like the gold standard of what it is to have a contract in the NFL because he's been managing this cap for 20 years. Um, he's analytical. He also is going to provide continuity. So all of the scouts, all or sorry, not all of the agents know that when they're dealing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you've got a window. Your window ends the last day of training camp to sign your athlete to a new contract in Pittsburgh. Otherwise, you're SOL. You're not getting a new contract this season. You want to hold your guy out? He's sitting the whole season. Because the Steelers do not negotiate during the season. Got TJ done last year. I knew they were getting TJ done last year. It was a, it was no-brainer. They're going to get Fitzy done this year. No-brainer. They're going to get DJ done this year, this year too, guys. I know a lot of you guys are arguing with me on this. They're going to get DJ locked in this year, too. I can put money on it because I know the Steelers. have been watching for a long time. They're going to lock down the receiver the offense goes through. They just had 100, 107 catches last year for us. They're going to lock down the playmaker on defense that's currently not locked down and not named Hayward or what? Fitzy. The steal from Miami. Man, was that a steal. <laughs> and worth the first rounder in every way, shape, and form because he is going to get locked down for another five to six years as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Awesome, awesome stuff. Vince, welcome to the show, sir. Do I think Claypool will finally mature and maximize all that talent? I hope he does. Really, skill-wise, I thought he was off the charts his rookie season. He performed like a first-rounder when he was a second-rounder, when we didn't have a first-rounder that year. I thought he was phenomenal, Vince. Last year, he took a step back. Now, was that in part to the way Ben was unable to deliver the football downfield? I think that's part of it. That's tough on a young receiver when they're not used to the timing from these plays from their from their starting quarterback. Ben fell off a cliff last two seasons in Week 10. Both years. That's, that's tough on the development of Claypool. Put a lot of balls on the ground, too, for, for um, DJ as well. His worst games were the ones where, where Ben's trying to get that ball out in a second and a half. Drop some balls. That's the way it goes. Sometimes that's it. Michael Hall, give me Thanos and Darkseid. Wow, somebody combining DC and Marvel over here. <laughs> As I'm wearing my DC shirt. I'm oh, sorry, Marvel shirt. Damn it, Marvel shirt. <laughs> yeah, I can talk comic books too, guys. I read the comics back before the movies came out. But man, have I been super excited. Like, Marvel has just done a fantastic job. All that, like, Casting Iron Man, one of the, one of the complete best casts in movie history. Getting uh, Robert Downey Jr. as as Iron Man, perfect cast. Getting Holland as freaking Spider Man, they finally got that cast right. Holy crap, do I love that cast! And I think he is finally the best comic book Spider Man adaptation of the movies. Absolutely kills it. Is it Holland? Was Holland the one in between? Yeah, the, the most recent one's Holland, right? I, I might be mentally just screwing myself up. But the most recent one, just killing it. Absolutely killing it. And all the homecoming, far away from home, uh, all that stuff. It's just like freaking amazing. He is the perfect cast for Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, Thanos and Darkseid, if they existed in the same universe, they'd be pretty, pretty unstoppable. 
I'd be with you on that. Uh, Miles, we also got Daniels and Mason as starters. Will Kendrick be a backup? Could be. Because he's going up against Dotson, who's already been a starter at left guard in the NFL. He's got to supplant a starter. A guy that was, a, you know, I, I thought he was going to be working out for that competing to be starting center this year, Miles. I'm surprised that they put him to starting left guard. I don't know who the backup center is right now. We got to wait till training camp till we start seeing the twos running on the field. See if that's actually going to be Green running with the twos at center or if he's going to be running left guard. Crazy. Absolutely. Good. Especially with the amount of time he put in with Pouncey this offseason, I thought for sure, for sure, he was going to be a center this year. Bro Barian. Yeah, the I I, I will. The aisle with yours is where inspired by the 70s Steel Curtain team. Yes, right there in Iowa. Yes, definitely. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes jerseys are inspired by the Steely 70s team, if I remember correctly. And that's what they look like now with the block letters. I agree with you there. Uh, what's up, Stray Michael Scott Jordan? Missed you last week. Just busy not holding out. Totally excited to watch the quarterback competition. Me too. I can't wait for preseason. I'm going to go. To preseason i'll let you guys know when i'm up there too we'll hang out we'll have some drinks talk some Steelers. happy to do it anytime you guys see me in the public i'm happy to talk Steelers anytime with you guys absolutely um cold steel great point about dj you pay for the experience you definitely do like this this is unheard of guys his production as an extra receiver right now is unheard of like, A.B. is the closest thing we've ever had to being this productive at, at X receiver this early in his career. And he had Heinz Ward in front of him. Took him a couple years before he got to get Russell that away from Ward. Absolutely did. Uh, Miles, if Steelers go to the Super Bowl striker, goes completely bald. Who agrees? Hair and beard. <laughs> well, so far, I still got some hair, guys. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to. If you want me to shave my head. If we go to the Super Bowl, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> but yeah, bald with a beard. I think it's been done before. I've got a lot of friends that do that. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to try to keep my hair as long as I can. I'm, I like that it's salt and pepper in as opposed to falling out the whole way. Hopefully it maintains. <laughs> Michael Hall. I might get some of that heat. This, But there's a possibility that for our USFL team has Lions players. Yeah, I haven't been watching a whole lot of USFL guys. Have you guys been watching the Maulers? Um, I'm not as up to date. I know they're not doing as well as a lot of the other teams, but I would like to get into it. Um, I just haven't been around on the weekend. I've been traveling and working. Uh, I took a week weekend off, long weekend off this past weekend, spent it with the family out camping. I was off the grid. I was completely off the grid from like Friday to, to, to early today. And I loved it. I love times where I can just disconnect not worry about texts, not worry about phone calls, just like reset. And that's what I did last weekend. Did it up at um, Cadora State Park, Hanover, PA. Beautiful, beautiful place. Great disc golf course up there too. Really challenging. I had a tough time playing up there. Um, Miles, do you think he's going to be more aggressive in free agency than Colbert or the same passiveness? Um, Miles, Free agency has to do with the amount of money that you have available during that time. And while we still do not have a franchise quarterback, that we're not locking 25 to 50 million a year to, looking at Aaron Rodgers, 
it means we're going to have more money to spend in free agency. And at least over the next four years, we're going to have a lot of money to spend in free agency, guys. This is a new team. This is a new way. We're going to be more active in free agency again next year than we were most years. Maybe not as much as this past year. Maybe, maybe so. But we're going to have a lot of money next year as well in free agency. So I fully expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to be active in free agency next year until we lock down a franchise contract to a franchise quarterback where it starts eating up a good portion of that salary cap. Until then, we got plenty of money to spend, and we're going to continue to do it, Miles. It's going to be fun to watch here next couple of years. Have you seen Kenobi? Yes, I have. Big fan of the Star Wars universe, especially the Filoni um, stuff coming out now. I mean, geez, I, I love the, the work that they were doing on Clone Wars. Uh, continuing it on through the Mandalorian. Watch all those. Book of Boba Fett, phenomenal as well. Kenobi, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great show. Uh, looking forward to what they're going to be doing with, with uh, what is it, Andor's coming out. Uh, that's going to be the, the guy from, um, oh gosh, the uh, Rogue One. Man, I think that's going to be a neat series. Uh, also looking forward to Ahsoka. Also, you might be seeing some, uh, oh gosh. Oh, who's the uh, Jedi from Rebels? They're starting to make live action with him and maybe being an Ahsoka or one of these, some of these other uh, iterations. It'll be, it'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, so far, first two episodes, Kenobi, watched it. Watched it with the family yesterday, actually, when we returned from our state park. And absolutely love the Star Wars universe. Grew up on it. It was my number one favorite until all like the new movies came out. And then I kind of like dropped off and started liking Star Trek a lot more. But now rekindled with all these Disney shows. They're doing it right. They go back to my roots, like back to playing my games. And, oh, I got all my stuff over here on the floor. I got my Rancor and my Millennium Falcon and uh, Boba Fett Ship Slave 1 over here on the floor where my daughter was playing with them a little earlier. They they sometimes back here behind me but but, uh, but yeah love the shows absolutely love those shows um Brovarian, okay deal let's see who is correct can't wait yeah that's the bet we're gonna see who's right next week Brovarian. it's gonna be you or me yes i've seen kenobi it was awesome agreed agreed yes tom holland is the latest one and i also say the guy who plays superman right now is probably the best superman i don't know i i am a christopher reeves guy uh, for Superman, I grew up with Christopher Reeves. I uh, thought he was phenomenal as Superman as well, um, because he sh- he I thought he did a good job of showing weakness, of showing like how afraid he was for his secret identity to come out. Like he'd do whatever he could to make sure his secret identity wouldn't come out. And I thought he did the best job of playing Clark Kent over any Superman I've ever seen, because. He was trying to do his impression of a earthling being a supreme being, being this bumbling idiot that always drops stuff. I mean, it was phenomenal to watch. Just watch it in its in what it is. What go back and watch Superman one, Superman two, um, and and just watch him be Clark Clark Kent. That that's why I loved. Um, oh gosh. The guy that played the first Batman in the Batman movies, uh, Michael Keaton. He did the best Bruce Wayne I've ever seen. Though I did like um, the the Batman right now. I, I thought his Bruce Wayne was pretty good too. But Bruce Wayne is nuts. 
like he's mentally trying to control his him from going crazy as well. And Michael Keaton was the only guy, in my opinion, that ever played Bruce Wayne on the edge of being crazy insane. Nobody else, like Robert Pattinson did a decent job, though. I will say he did because he's he's more internalized his stuff and he utilizes being a detective to keep himself sane and just fixates on fighting crime. And that is the only thing that keeps him sane. So those aspects are the stuff from the comic books that I loved. And that those, those actors did the best, but I don't hate the guy either. <laughs> I thought he's done a decent job as well in his role for Superman. Barbarian Mason Cole helped whoop our tail last year when he was with the Vikings. I can't wait to see him play for us and start whipping the tail of Ravens because they've got a great run defense. And Cleveland, who's got a great run defense. Cincy, we can bust through. Always been able to bust through Cincy. I think we still will because we're going to have to control the ball and beat them with our running game this year. Con! Welcome to the Steelers. If you saw my podcast, I made a shout out to that as well. I love the Wrath of Khan. The old Ricardo Montalban. Speaking to Captain Kirk and showing him how wrong he was. Trapping him in the center of a dying planet. To be stuck there forever. <laughs> Con! We've got our own Con now. Let's see his wrath. Hopefully Omar can whoop Break out a can of whoop ass on these agents. Sign our players that are coming up here to good contracts that we could also get out of. We have to. Looking forward to what he's going to work out here to Fitzy and DJ's contracts this season. Ed, welcome to the show. Is this Steelers talk or freaking movie talk? It's a bit of everything, Ed. We are human beings. I will talk about whatever you want to talk about. Within reason, I don't talk politics because politics are polarizing. I will talk movies. I'll talk beer because I'm an avid craft beer drinker. I've been to hundreds of breweries internationally around this country. That's usually what I do when I travel. I go to breweries and that too. Love whiskey. I'm, I'm a man of many interests. You can't pigeonhole me to just being a Steeler fan, Ed. Love life. <laughs> men of many talents. I was a songwriter. Used to tour and play music. I'm not just a podcaster anymore. Run my own business. Uh, marketing and promotions for PepsiCo. I do a lot of stuff, Ed. But we're we're all an amalgamation of the of our interests and our businesses and what we do. So that's what the show is. We talk about what we drink as well a lot here on the show. So join the show. Welcome to the show. Happy to have you on, Ed. Have any questions or comments? I'm happy to take them. Uh, I'm beefing with Total Sports Enterprise. Uh-oh, Miles, you haven't won your jersey yet? Not like Kenny Beamer has won a jersey. He won the Ward jersey, the Gotham jersey. We've been talking some Batman tonight. Won that Gotham, signed Gotham jersey from Total Sports Enterprises, our proud sponsor. Guys, make sure you follow them on Twitter, at Total Sports ENT. Get your chance to win. And we just gave away a Rocky Blyer jersey today on Total Sports Enterprises. So make sure you're following them, sharing them, getting chances to win, because eventually you will. Got no doubt of that, Miles. Robarian, I'm not beefing with anybody, but if I was, it would be PFF. Yeah, a lot of us have problems with some of the metrics for PFF here and there. Some of their metrics are a little contrived, as opposed to statistically derived. 
and I can meet you there. I can definitely meet you there. Me as writing on the football forum for PittsburghSteelers.com for years, decades now. <laughs> we always had a trouble with PFF in some of their metrics, but some of them are, are you just can't. You can visually measure separation off of a break. That is measurable. Quarterback rating on PFF might be a little more derived than quarterback rating as a statistical measure. Sometimes you got to figure out what are they going after here and what makes sense. Because that's just the way it is. Barbarian, to me, it's hard to watch a Pittsburgh team with those colors. Yeah, Pittsburgh needs to be black and gold, and the Maulers should be gold and black. They should be gold jerseys with black numbers. There's just no two ways to go about that, guys. It's, it's dumb if you're not. Michael Hall wasn't a fan of Patterson's Batman, let alone the Batmobile. Yeah, that Batmobile was kind of kind of different. Um, yeah, more like an ATV, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, not not the you know. I, I, but I loved what they did with the Riddler. Absolutely loved it. Um, making the Riddler like. The guy from Saw, uh, who's that, Jigsaw? I, I thought that was a neat spin to the Riddler. Making him a darker character. Um, it's better than just like these crazy like, oh, riddle me this, Batman, with with uh, Jim Carrey out there. Like, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved his performance as the Riddler. I thought it was entertaining as hell. But it was just hearkening back to that campy, over-the-top Riddler from the... The, the 60s Batman show. And I thought this was a new way to do the Riddler, but it was really, really interestingly done and played out really well. Enigma, can't wait to watch him in future movies because they set it up. They set up a good, good bad guy there. Uh, Miles, is beer with no yeast beer? No. Beer with no yeast doesn't have alcohol in it. Because you need yeast to turn the sugars into alcohol. So beer with no yeast is hop water. <laughs> and it's going to be 0% alcohol. Not fun to drink. <laughs> Ingredients of beer. You got water. You got yeast. You got hops. And you got malts. That's it. Four ingredients. Sometimes people throw in like crazy. Like that's the cool thing about craft beer in this country. They'll throw crazy stuff in there. Peanut butter. They'll throw in chocolate. They'll throw in just like different ingredients here and there, but main ingredients, hops, yeast, malts, water. That's it. You pull out the yeast, you don't have alcohol. You pull out the hops, you have a malt liquor. That is malt liquor. It's just beer without hops. So when we see, oh, I'm not drinking malt. I drink malt liquor. I've had my share of Colt 45. I've had malt liquors. There's a good one at Union Craft in downtown Baltimore. That might be their best beer. Not even a beer. It's a malt liquor. Might be the best thing they produce is their malt liquor. I don't like a lot of their beers, but I thought their malt liquor was very, very drinkable, very enjoyable, light, sweet, easy drinking. But it's just beer without hops. <laughs> I will educate. This is what I do, Ed. I educate. I've got a wealth of knowledge. Ask me questions. <laughs> Michael Hall, what are your thoughts on potentially signing Eric Fisher, possibly one year, $2 million. Now, I haven't thought about Eric Fisher much to uh, 
to tell you the truth, um, as far as like, if we want some veteran experience at offensive tackle, I'm not against it. The guy's been to the Pro Bowl a couple times. I know he came off that big knee injury a few years ago. Don't know if he's returned to form. Obviously, we played that uh, last year when we had oh, was a Harris at our right guard spot last year. And he really didn't. I mean, he was okay. He wasn't great. And that's what you got to balance. But, you know, right now we got Leglu, we got Chukes, we got uh, Moore. Chukes and Moore are going to be our starter, starters. Leglu looks like he's going to be the uh, a swing backup. But, yeah, I'm all for bringing in veteran presence, especially if they get to training camp. They find out with the pieces that they want maybe are not quite there for the rushing attack that they want and the new quarterback that they're going to have. They will make a move prior to the first day, the first week. Watch out for these crazy roster cuts that happen every year before week one. Somebody gets cut. We got Joe Hayden the one year for nothing. Well, not nothing, but we got Joe Hayden the one year. Would have been the top free agent that year if he was let go in March. Instead, he came to Pittsburgh that same day, signed a contract that night, gave the middle finger to his franchise, and said, I'll be seeing you twice a year for the next couple of years. Fortunately, COVID knocked him out twice a year for a couple of these. But still, looking forward to them possibly adding an offensive tackle to the roster. I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. Uh, Michael, I hear people want us to potentially sign Debo if DJ doesn't pull a bell and hold out on a contract situation. I don't think you have to worry about that for DJ at all. He's already here at OTAs, man. You don't have to be here at OTAs. Why? Because they're not mandatory. He's already shown he's working with the team to be here for organized team activities, which are not mandatory. This is not Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels is a head case, guys. We don't want to bring in a head case to our locker room when DJ's already shown he's not. DJ's been a team player. DJ's been working hard not to have as many drops as he had the previous year. He will have under seven this year. I'll bank on that. Guy made the Pro Bowl for us last year. What have you done for me lately? He made the damn Pro Bowl. <laughs> I don't know why this hate for DJ, man. The guy's insane. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's not going to be Bell. He's not. And Bell hold, held out too, also because it was the second year in a row that he was franchise tagged. And I understand any football player that wants to hang to hold out on their second year in a row on a franchise tag. As a player, that makes sense. The Steelers screwed up and made it a non-negotiable franchise tag when they could have made it an open franchise tag. They chose to say, we got him locked down. We don't want him to go anywhere. We'll lock him down and won't negotiate with anybody else. We should have had it open. We would have gotten draft picks from him. We would have gotten high draft picks. Being able to trade him to get what he wanted, he would have gotten a better contract. We would have gotten draft picks instead of the one comp pick we got for him leaving in free agency, which really didn't amount to much, to tell you the truth. Um, but yeah, that's just the way it is. Michael Hall! I'm also hearing Kenny Pickett is favored to win Rookie of the Year. You got to be on the field to win Rookie of the Year. I've seen people mention him as Rookie of the Year. Possibility, he has to be a starter to win Rookie of the Year. And if he's not a starter by week eight, 
probably not starting this year, unless there's an injury which moves him there. Miles, did you see ESPN ranked Kenny Pickett 32 out of quarterbacks when he hasn't even played a snap yet? There's 32 starters in the league, Miles. I think that's pretty high to rate him as a starting quarterback in the NFL before he's even played a snap. When we have a guy like Rudolph who has played and started in this league, when we have Trubisky who has played and started in this league, heck, I don't even know if he's the number three quarterback on this roster. So to be rated 32nd in the in the league, I don't know who did that ranking, but that's high. He might be top 100 in my book. <laughs> Maybe top 60. But we'd have to see. Bro Barian, I have no reason to watch these Supermans a game because I've watched him hundreds of times and I got him memorized. So I agree with you. But for right now, Mr. Cavill is at least my number two. And, and I'm not against Cavill's uh, adaptation of Superman as well. You know, and I'll let you continue here because I, I see what you're saying. Agree with you about being a guy, Superman being super, being the number one. So I would say Cavill would be my number two Superman that I've watched. The others hundreds of time completely mem memorized. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like maybe it was the writing back to in the late seventies, early eighties that made Clark Kent a better character on those Superman movies where he's kind of like an afterthought in these Superman movies, uh, especially in justice league where it's just all Superman all the time. Um, really haven't had time to develop Clark Kent. Other than going back to Kansas and talking to his parents and finding stuff on the farm. That's all like Clark Kent is in these new adaptations of Superman. Whereas Clark Kent was physically trying to be a bumbling earthling to protect his friends and family. And <laughs> it's just not written that well anymore. I mean, people are just like moving on. Now we're in, you know, pretty much what we were when we were watching Super Friends as kids in the 70s and 80s, the cartoon which just consisted of Superman being Superman and each episode you had to find ways to get Superman out of it so you can make the rest of Super Friends entertaining because otherwise it's like Superman saves the day <laughs> because that's pretty much what he does. Uh, Miles, is bread with no yeast bread? No, it's unleavened bread. <laughs> well, I guess technically unleavened bread would still be bread though, wasn't it? It would be naan, it would be roti. So, like, yeah, you've got cultures that utilize uh, unleavened breads. So, yes, technically unleavened bread. It could also be crackers. Crackers is unleavened bread as well. So, interesting conversation here, Miles. I like this. Uh, Michael Hall, I worked at a brewery in San Diego, and beer with yeast is way better than beer without yeast. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting drunk on one. You're not getting drunk off the other. <laughs> at least catching a buzz, right, Michael Hall? You tell me. <laughs> Fatheads. Hunter IPA is my favorite. Awesome, Magnum. Love having you back on the show, too. Always great hearing from you. I do love some Fatheads, and Fatheads does some great, different, tasty beers. They had a good honey beer that I liked uh, that they did a few years back, probably eight, eight, nine, ten years ago that I was drinking before that I really did like. Um, do some good fruited sours as well. They, they're not afraid to take risks at Fatheads. It's a good brewery. A lot of good breweries in the Pittsburgh area, too, guys. You guys have a... Are, are growing up in a, in a nice, nice area. And if you go out to Pittsburgh to visit, Church Brew Works is one of my favorites as well. Good food, great beer. I, I like uh, Belgian-style beers as well, and they're very Belgian-inspired over there. Got some good doubles, some good triples, some good German styles as well. 
Um, you got that big German style brewery too, um, just northeast of the stadium. Oh my gosh, what's it called? Man, I've been there for, and that's one of the older breweries there too in in, in Pittsburgh. Man, why am I like calling a blank on that? I've been there like three five times. Uh, been there for their Oktoberfest. Oh gosh, you guys can help me out with the name of that place. Um, but that the traditional German style style brewery in Pittsburgh. Great, great German style brewery. Um, Miles Debo wants an insane amount of money. Crazy considering he's only had one good season. Yeah, and plus he's a question mark on my team. I don't, I don't even know if he just plays slot on our team as opposed to X. I don't know if he can play the X the way that we play the X on our team. Um, and I don't play pay a slot what he wants. Really don't. Michael Hall, Mel Kuyper did these Steelers rank. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> my man. I, I Kuiper is a Baltimore fan through and through, guys. I, that's that's how I can marginalize Mel Kuiper because whatever he says is a grain of salt. It, if the Ravens would have taken Najee Harris, oh, best draft ever, hundred percent score, triple A. Yeah, Kuiper, I got you pegged. You and your frozen head. Uh, can't get drunk off a one beer striker. <laughs> well. Well, <laughs> I've had some 15, 16 percenters. You get a good pour off of a 15% beer, which is usually a barley wine. Usually a barley wine. We, we got our breweries. I'm going to run through a couple here quickly. Um, Weyerbacher. In the Bethlehem area, Easton area, they do traditional Belgian beers. Back when they started, they didn't have a beer under 8%. You go up there for a flight, you're on your butt. Um, the Answer Brewery, or sorry, not the Answer. Um, Answer does some lighter beers too. They they got they've got really good um, dessert stouts. They've got really good fruited beers like ice cream beers. Phenomenal, and their IPAs are, are, are great. They, they just do awesome beer at the Answer, and that's in Richmond, Virginia. Um, Percival, Virginia, one of my all-time favorite breweries. Adroit Theory. They do everything they do is high, high percentages. Belgian style IPAs. Um, they've got some fruited gozes that are kind of low in percentage. All of their dessert stouts, all of their stouts are imperial. Everything's around 10%. Everything. Phenomenal beers at Adroit Theory. You don't get a there was I've never had a bad beer at Adroit, and I've had everything that, when I go there, I try the everything I haven't had. Their IPAs are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Great hazies, great New England's, great milkshakes. Oh, I, I can drink anything at, in that place. And you can get drunk off of one beer there. <laughs> Justin Jones, welcome to the show. It's funny how every year they count the Steelers out. And we do good anyways. Steelers, baby, let's go. Yeah. And, and honestly, we're building this defense. We're building a strong rushing attack. This is what the Ravens do, guys. Even when they're retooling. They are rebuilding, and that's what the Steelers are doing now until we find our franchise quarterback. Is Kenny going to be the guy? Is Trubisky going to be the guy? We don't know yet, but we've got things in place, and we've got at least the, the groundwork laid to creating success at the quarterback position, having a Najee Harris offense, having Fryermuth bulk up, having DJ get better. That's how you get better. And drafting two extra receivers this year. It baffles me how Kuiper has a job truth uh if Steelers are always ranked last in any category it's Kuiper's fault love it 
uh, depending on the person drinking beer. Truth, and I have not been drinking a whole lot, so one beer has been putting me on my butt lately. <laughs> Megan, maybe a dumb question, but does AB catch on with any team? That's, no, I don't think that's a dumb question at all. I think it's an intriguing question. Um, I think he's good enough to play on any team. Is any team now going to take a chance on him not going mental on the field or going completely against the quarterback or the coach? When Arians hired him, he hired him with reservations to play in Tampa Bay and ended up being the reason why he lost his job. I don't know. Was Tom Brady might want to call him back here at Tampa Bay because Tom Brady liked the guy. Coach didn't. Coach played with him before on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Knew the makeup of Antonio Brown. Said his reservations during the first year with Brady about how he how how he not want to pick up Antonio Brown. Ended up picking up Antonio Brown. But like Miles said, though, AB said he's not playing this year. He may retire. And yeah, I've been gone downhill since perfect. Well, that's it, guys. I mean, the, the guy is pretty much done playing football. And he was kind of done when he left the Steelers. Because he really hasn't done much. Won a Super Bowl. That was all he had to do. That was all he wanted to do. And he's done. A uh, couple things here that I did not get to yet. Loudermilk is looking to improve his game, guys. Big in the run game last season. But he's looking for a big improvement in year two. And he's working on his pass rushing skills. Nobody better to learn from than Cam Hayward, which is who Kevin Colbert said reminded him of when we traded up to get him in the fifth round that year, giving up a or sixth round that year, right? Giving up a fifth rounder to do so. <sighs> Kenny Pickett has not, also not been given the job. Must work up from third team reps to get higher reps. Not a surprise. And then, of course, in the front office, Andy Weidel was hired as the assistant general manager, just came out today. Sheldon White was hired as director of pro scouting. And Dan Colbert was promoted to the director of college scouting, who's Kevin Colbert's son. So Brandon Hunt is now back to the Eagles in the front office over there. And Rick Reiprish was also taken off of the front office, um, possibly retiring. He's been on the team since 79. We haven't heard anything about him officially retiring yet, but that's where my thoughts go to. Uh, guys, this is your show. Uh, final thoughts, guys. This is your chance to put them in because it's now my time to read all of the great things here from the end of the show. It's been an hour. Obviously, guys, love spending the time with you guys every week. You guys know it's my favorite show. Why? Because we can talk about things not just football related. We can talk about movies. We can talk about TV shows. We can talk about beer. All of my favorite things. <laughs> especially football. Uh, but guys, be sure to check out our sponsor over at tseshop.com and follow them at Total Sports Enterprises, Total Sports ENT on Twitter. Get yourself a jersey just like Kenny Beamer. Be one of the winners. Follow them. Retweet their stuff. Share their stuff. That's how you win. Podcast will be released Friday at noon over on Total Sports Enterprises. We usually release on dkpittsburghsports.com. Sorry. DK Pittsburgh Sports, not Total Sports Enterprises. DK Pittsburgh Sports.com for the podcast released on Friday. And it will release about six o'clock on DK Pittsburgh Sports YouTube page if you want to watch the premiere live. Check out great Pittsburgh Sports content at SteelerNation.com for our Steeler Nation focused articles. Uh, tweet us at Steeler Nation, Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. 
Follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. Or follow Steel Nation Striker on Twitter and Instagram at SN Striker, spelled with a Y. And guys, thanks for joining us for another Steeler Nation vidcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I will go to you to close out the show, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Hall, love your vidcast as always, Striker. Hashtag blame Kuiper for our rankings. <laughs> love it. Miles, great show. Thank you guys for making the show as great as it is. Uh, I'm Michael Hall, see you next week. Go Steelers. Yeah, baby. Justin, would you have taken Malik Willis over Kenny Pickett? And we didn't draft Kenny Pickett because he went to Pittsburgh. You're right. Because all of the quarterbacks were there when we drafted Justin Jones. Great job of noticing that. And the Steelers took their number one quarterback. There was no question who they wanted. They wanted Kenny Pickett over everybody. I thought they were going to go Malik Willis. The way they were talking about it, I was expecting to go Malik Willis there. We didn't. We went Pickett. And I'm fine going with the way the Pittsburgh Steelers chose to do it. Red Rob! Oh, you missed it, man. Just makes sense, but hey, Striker. Oh, man. I'm sorry we didn't get to your stuff today, Rad Rob. I love talking to you. You know that, my brother. Uh, always great to hear from you. See you, man. Thanks. And guys, thank you all. I am your host, G Striker, with my cat down here rubbing against the uh, microphone. That is Lexi, the Bengals cat. Um, rooting along with you all, as always, Rad Rob, Michael Hall, Kenny Beamer, Miles Press, Press Graves, and Magnum, go Steelers!